welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number... 14. 14. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah, that's wow. great. Yeah. Look at us go. Look at us go. I hope you, hopefully you've been following us on Twitter at Fake Head Pod or on Facebook at Fake Headlines Podcast. Or on Instagram at Fake Headlines Podcast. And MySpace at MySpace.com slash Fake Headlines Podcast backslash Tom. Home.html dash Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it rolls right off the tongue. Easy to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, those days of MySpace. Mm. All still, the still, fancy backgrounds I could create. Oh, putting a song. I knew some things. Did you ever install one of those um, MySpace trackers where you could, it would try to like tell you who was looking at your page? I don't think I did. No, I remember a lot of people were doing that. Or maybe it was just me. <laughs> How many times did I look at your page, Kevin? Well, there was uh, lots of looks from Brockport, New York, soon after we met. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was oh, you. Oh, that's right. It was like a location thing, right? Yeah. I remember it was like a popular thing because people mm. really wanted to know, like, who's looking at my page? And it was Who like, thinks I'm cute? <laughs> it was cool. me. It was me. Yeah, that was a weird thing. It would just kind of tell. I guess it would just go based on, like, your geographic location, right? It couldn't tell you for sure who it was. But if you knew somebody in, you know, Corfu, New York, one person there, and they were looking at your page, maybe you could, like, just you know assume it's them or something like that but it was a weird it was a weird time yeah it was probably a virus that i installed on my space <laughs> page <laughs> uh i guess there could have been more fun ways for you to catch a virus that's true and both in life and online yeah mm. mm-hmm. yeah so uh here we are here we are 14 <laughs> thanks for bringing it back from a weird place to you're welcome always know how to do that yeah um I've been told that a lot. Like, hey, hey Tiff, you're an expert at weird. Uh, can you bring it back from a weird place back to a normal place? And I'm like, I'll do my best. And I do it. <laughs> They're going to the right person. I yeah. Mean, you just did it again from your own story. It was Thank really you. weird. It was like very meta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get rolling, just a couple quick shout outs to uh, some friends of the show. One. Uh, even though they're not sponsoring the show this week, I just want to mention kittyboxpress.com for all of your screen printing needs. Uh, we're going to have Ian from Kitty Box Press on as a guest soon once we get our schedules coordinated together. Yeah. So check out Kitty Box Press on both Instagram and Facebook for more details on that fine, fine local business. Or just go straight to their website, kittyboxpress.com. There you go. And I uh, also want to mention a couple podcasts. One, uh, Glenn Think Stuff. Uh, Glenn's been real cool to us, reached out to us uh, a few weeks ago on Twitter. And we've been uh, friends ever since online. So uh, Glenn Think Stuff is available on uh, Twitter, on Twitter and uh, Apple iTunes. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> not Twitter. Are you okay? I am not sure. I'm drinking this coffee with my homemade cream. That I, so maybe, maybe it's Kevin. Trying. What? Maybe it's, uh, <laughs> that sounded bad. Creamer, you, homemade creamer. <laughs> you guys, I don't know if I need to stop episode 14 so that I can go call some help. <laughs> I got some coffee with some homemade cream. You interested? Not anymore. Oh, it's maple flavored. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> I knew I could get you. You know how to get a New Yorker in mood for coffee. <laughs> Just <laughs> mention there's some maple in it. Also want to mention another podcast, uh, Industry Darlings, available on Laughable, uh, iTunes, and all the other places, Stitcher. 
uh, featuring Josh Potter and Matt Bergman. A couple of very funny comics. Just want to give a shout out to them. who They've also been uh, real cool to us recently on Twitter and in life. So our friends, please check them out. Uh, the, again, they're available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and the like. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go get my phone real quick. Oh, okay. You know how millennials are. Like I know. We, we just can't. We can't be without our phones. You I know? know. I'm not. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. Um, I don't know. You've been drinking that homemade cream. <laughs> Kevin, what did you put in my coffee? <laughs> it's maple flavored. Babe, why? Hey, Kev. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Tiff. Um. Who's Who's gonna go first this week? Me. Okay. I'll read mine. Alrighty. Let me get my notes taking thing ready let's hear it i gotta i gotta open my notebook hold on i thought you were ready no Uh, yeah you got your phone but you don't have your book you millennials don't worry about it you're the slacker generation (laughs) i'm kind of in between though like i think technically i'm a millennial but like, I don't feel like a millennial. You know what I mean? Ugh. Like, I just... Spoken like a true millennial. Uh, I'm just like... I'm just... You know, I'm born in the wrong time frame. Like, I should have been born in, like, the early 80s so that I would be a Generation Xer. We don't want you in our group. Anyway. <laughs> That's so mean. Well, not with that voice. Okay. First, first article. Ready? I'm ready. Go ahead. Ancient greens. <laughs> okay. Crumbs from world's l- oldest bread found. Crumbs from world's oldest bread found. Yes. Interesting. Okay. The second article is silent poker players nicknamed Elvin and the Chipmunks busted for cheating in Las Vegas. Okay. Silent poker players nicknamed Elvin and the Chipmunks busted for cheating in Las Vegas. Chipmunks. So C-H-I-P. Yeah. What did I say? Well, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't chipmunks, like the chipmunks, like the little guys. Wait, what are you saying right now? I'm very (laughs) confused. You've made this a lot more confusing. (laughs) Wait, Elvin and the chipmunks. Yeah, like poker chips. Not chipmunks, like... Oh, so it's like C-H-I-P-M-O-N-K-S? Like I just spelled it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think it's supposed to be a play on so words. It is a play on words. So me writing down Elvin and the Chipmunks is probably okay. <laughs> yeah? I don't know what you wrote, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's number three? I just thought the spelling made... It was necessary. It is. It is. Uh, Ancient camera found by archaeologists in Egypt depicts first selfie. (laughs) Ancient camera found in Egypt has the first selfie on it? Yeah. Weird. Basically. We have two ancient stories. I know. What are the odds? And silent poker players, which they may be old. I mean, Elvin, Simon, and Theodore were young, but they were old at heart. Maybe they're mimes. Some would say even ancient at heart. Yeah. So ancient grains, crumbs from world's oldest bread found. So like uh, 
Was it like a crouton or was it more of just like a crumb? <laughs> like an old crouton? Was it was a salad topping. It was an old Caesar salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun in Rome. Right, yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. World's oldest crumb of bread. Was it found between like the couch cushions of like a someone in Greece? Yeah. Greece, New York, not Greece. Uh, yeah, Athens, Greece. it was um, found right in between the columns. <laughs> they were they were vacuuming. In the Parthenon. You found, <laughs> you know how you're always vacuuming up the Parthenon. Yeah. You'll find like a skittle, a breadcrumb, a quarter. For some reason, a button. A button, a Benjamin button. Yeah. What's he doing down there? I don't know. That's weird. World's ancient grains. Is that what ancient grains are when they advertise ancient grains in, in stuff? Is that just like old old bread? Yeah. It's um Is it healthier for you? Yeah. Are you lying to me? I yeah. Ugh, you're so innocent. I believe how everything you, you say. How do you know that I'm not lying not not lying to oh, you? Don't create I mean what I meant to say a mind F was <laughs> I am not lying to you. That's that's what I meant to say, and I think that's important. I was also trying to make sure that I didn't sneeze because I felt like I was going to sneeze, and I did not, so I was successful. Wow, it was a real mind over matter moment it there was. for you. Very <laughs> impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Crumbs from world's oldest bread. Yeah. It's so gross. Yeah. I wonder what kind of bread it was. I think it was like a rye bread. Um. Yeah, probably. Or, uh, well, you know what? It, whatever it is, it certainly is by this time a sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Your face, though. <laughs> <laughs> that must be what it's like to look at me when I make a stupid pun. Uh, yep. <laughs> Get it, you guys? Uh, I lean forward. Sourdough. A Get it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so um it maybe maybe it's um maybe it was found uh by a mouse that chose not to eat it because it was so bad. Like an ancient pizza rat was dragging yeah. it and then mm-hmm. left a crumb behind. Yeah. Right on King Tut's tomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, one of the speaking of Tut's tomb, one of the articles I was going to grab this week and I didn't um, was that they found a two thousand year old sarcophagus in Egypt. Oh, I've read about this. It's the black black sarcophagus, yeah, right? Yeah, no one's opened it. It's been it's one of the few that have been completely untouched for a millennia. And they're like, why has it been shut? And they want to open it, and yeah. then people are like, you're going to release a curse upon the world if you open it. Don't, <laughs> Don't do, do it. it. It's Pandora's box. I don't know, That's man. That's what it is, man. You think so? No. I don't think there's any magic involved. Like, I don't... Like, wouldn't it be great if there was magic in the world, but there's not? I don't know. You don't think so? Aliens. No, I I don't know. I, um... (laughs) I, I, I don't necessarily believe in magic, but I do believe in... Miracles. ...leaving dead people alone. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, this is what I I don't... You know, I kind of half-read the story like any good Generation Xer. Sure. And um, so there's a lot of... You know, there's people that don't want this thing opened or touched. Of course, there's a faction that wants to see what's in there. Um, But all of the antiquities of um, Egypt are are owned by the government like they you know monitor and they control all these antiquities which i guess is 
good. I guess you probably want like a centralized group kind of overseeing things that are that old and, you know, could fall into, it could be stolen or whatever. But, um, yeah, I don't believe like a, like a dark plague is going to be <laughs> cast upon the world. How could things get worse? Quite frankly. I mean, <laughs> I, um, there was one theory that I read where they thought that it could be, uh, and I don't know if the timelines add up, but mm. like one person was like, I think the timelines add up where it's, uh, they think it could be Cleopatra and really Mark Anthony, Mark Anthony, the Anthony. Oh, okay. I thought you said Mark Anthony, the clothing designer no singer entrepreneur no <laughs> um also <laughs> i was looking on uh twitter recently as i do for hours a day and i came across and this is not political but i came across a one of those political guys that's like real politically <laughs> like his yeah. profile like his profile picture is like an eagle wearing like shorts shorts cargo shorts cargo shorts yes you know what i mean yeah and it's just like he's got like a hundred thousand followers and he's he's like a patriot and every his twitter bio is like patriot patriot america patriot you know fake you know he has a red white and blue fist anti-fake news that you're yeah waving around got it exactly so i was like scrolling through because i think somebody had retweeted something of his and added a little comment so i was like who's this guy all about and i was kind of reading and i was like you know all these political posts and then about like five posts down, because he runs this website that is supposed to be the truth. And it's like, we're cutting through all the hype in the media and here's the real stuff, you know. So five articles down is an article from his website about how for the last 20 years, they've been hiding the fact that an alien body on life support was discovered in one of the tombs in <laughs> Egypt. And it's this huge conspiracy. And I'm like... Okay, wait a minute. You're screaming about how you've got to like cut through all the nonsense. And then that's you're also posting that article. I'm like, "Come on." <laughs> like, how is that like no. <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> so what you're saying is ancient greens is not real. What what I'm saying is that that alien that's on life support had a sandwich. And that's what you're talking about in your article. Oh. Because of patriotism. You're probably right. <laughs> it was just such a weird twist. Like everything else was very hyper political United States politics. And then it was like, oh yeah, by the way, we've got this. There's an alien on life support in a in a pyramid and they don't want you to know about it. It's like, whoa, hold on, dude. <laughs> like, well, let's stick to one topic here. What do you think's keeping that life support going? Crystals? Yeah, that's the thing too. There's no like, there's like, a, is there a long power cord going there's from a, there's a downtown Cairo to the a, a beam of sunlight <laughs> that the ancients have built? Ancient archaeologists believe. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that they say in ancient aliens? Uh, yeah, I can't remember. It's, it's been a while since it's you like watched three that. words. I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that uh, there, there's a beam of sunlight that strikes the crystal at the direct angle that it needs to, you know, solar power the life support, generating the power f- for enough time until the sun shines again. And then it does it every it single day. It recharges. And this technology is a part of the brand new iPhone 11 coming out this fall from Apple. Yeah. 
the power of the sun, the power of aliens, the power in your pocket. Oh, that sounds <laughs> very erotic. <laughs> <laughs> well, they used to have the the power PC, right? It wasn't that like the Apple's thing that a power PC or something like that back in the day. These the original iPhone was going to be called the, the Power Pocket, the Pocket Power. What? I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what you're saying uh, either. Are you okay? No. Okay. Sometimes when you horse around, everything you say is not that great. Um, anyway, um, pocket power. Uh, yeah, that's so weird. It, like, really, like, why have we not rediscovered this kind of energy and technology by now? If that was really how, if it was so easy for the sun to recharge something like that, like if the aliens were really being like life support was really being charged by the sun. I think that maybe what happened was that. It wasn't an alien on life support. It was a giant loaf of bread that had been baking. <laughs> That's what it was. For a hundred millennia. <laughs> the the pyramids are a giant easy bake oven. Yeah. I think that's the secret. We solved it. Yeah. To the phone. We gotta call Egypt. You should see the brownies that are baking. <laughs> they'll be ready they'll be ready in like four hundred years. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, silent poker players nicknamed Elvin and the Chipmunks busted for cheating in Las Vegas. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So they were busted for cheating in Las Vegas, which I think that that means that they are banned, right? I believe so. So silent poker players. So they, is it like a, like that's their thing is they're all silent or is there like a, such a thing as silent poker, like a genre of poker where you're just not supposed to talk the whole time i don't know anything about poker Ooh. maybe yeah i don't know maybe they're just you know they're they don't like to talk they take the game very seriously they're very focused yeah some right. people are like that you know what i mean have you ever watched any of those what's that one movie where they count they learn how to like count cards and they all go to 11 is it 11 or is it 12 21 20 <laughs> you're thinking of oceans 11 that's what you were thinking. <laughs> In Stranger Things, weird. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, 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 21, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because the guy that was in it was also in the movie Across the Universe. And, um, oh, okay. Then okay. you never saw him again. And then he just disappeared. Yep. Somewhere across the universe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe he made so much money during those movies he just didn't need to do anything anymore. Is that possible? No. No. Probably not. Maybe he just didn't like it. Maybe maybe acting was not for them. Maybe he wasn't a nice person. That's true too. I would I would hope that if you're not a nice person, you're not getting a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm super nice and pff, nothing. Uh, silent poker players nicknamed Elvin and the Chipmunks. Bust. I love that they have a name, like they had a gang name, Elvin and the Chipmunks. Did they wear like monk robes? Yeah. Or were they dressed like TV's monk? They were Tony germaphobes. <laughs> they were germaphobes. They always had hand sanitizer uh, with them. They refused to talk to anyone because they didn't want to like mm, mm-hmm. exhale and inhale more of the same air as the people <laughs> around them. That's a, what a great way to not draw suspicion to yourself. Yeah. While playing poker and cheating. And it's like a group of them. So I'm, I, it's like a, it's like a poker gang. <laughs> a gang of poker monks. Yeah. Have you ever played poker before? Uh, yeah, I think not like at a casino or anything yeah. like that. But, but like just amongst friends. 
Yeah. yeah. I don't really remember how to do it though. I don't either. I remember there was like a, like in the mid two thousands, maybe there was like a couple years where everybody was into poker mm-hmm. and then it just was like, okay, well that was fun. Yeah. Like there was like celebrity poker on TV. I remember watching that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I bought, like I have a poker set at home at my, well at home, meaning my parents' house that's hasn't been my home for many years. But um, I do have a set there. Like, what was going on? Why were we so poker crazy for a couple minutes? I don't know. I mean, it seemed fun at the time, but I yeah. don't know. I never really wanted to play with money, though. We were just kind of play to play. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I uh, I was never much of a poker player. Like, I guess I like I just didn't really care about it that much. Probably because of the money part. Yeah. Um, but I euchre was always the game that I found most fun. We never, we're not big gamblers. Like if we, the times we've no. gone to casinos, we've maybe $20, 20 and we're like, yeah. Right. I remember we went to the Seneca Niagara casino with our free, we got $10 of free play and then mm-hmm. I blew it because I put it in a machine. I didn't realize you had to use it on the one machine only. Yeah. So I used it and then I like left the machine and I couldn't remember where the, which machine I <laughs> lost my $10 on. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, it just didn't. <laughs> I think we spent more time signing up for the, uh, casino member card than we actually did playing playing our ten, 10 free dollars yeah so then by the time you 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 finally sit down to gamble you're tired yeah um yeah not much not much of a gambler mm. uh yeah so i think if you're caught cheating you're done right like you can't do that anymore right uh, and like all the hotels ban you i assume so right they don't want to lose money right so I guess you, if you're like uh, cheating at card games, you have to be good enough to be able to keep up with what's happening, but also be good enough to stay under the radar just enough to like not raise an eyebrow. That's basically That's difficult. what the movie 21 is about, if that is the name of it. I believe that's what it is. <laughs> I think it is, yeah. Um, so I think it's based on a true story where uh, the person is able to count cards. Yeah. So... At first, because he, I think he's going to like MIT or something. Yeah, so that he's sounds right. super smart. And at first, he's like, "This is easy." He doesn't really. I don't think he realizes it's illegal at first. Um, and then he starts making a lot of money. And then, so of course, there's always like a bad guy who's like, "Hey, kid, come over here. You want to be rich? Uh, I got just the scheme for you. Got just the scheme for you. I see you can count cards. <laughs> Keep counting. We'll split the money." I don't know. I just made up that synopsis. <laughs> was it believable? Was, I thought that was real dialogue from the movie. You're yeah. telling me that if that wasn't, that's good. I, yeah. I remember in high, do you remember in high school having to do like math problems with like cards involved? No. I remember doing this. I don't know if it was some some kind of high school math class where there there were like problems based on different cards and I don't know if it was like probabilities maybe or something, but we never had cards growing up in our house. My parents weren't like anti cards or anything. We just never played cards and i remember having to like buy a deck of cards and try to like learn what they were like the suits and stuff like that to help with math because i had no clue what was happening as like a teenager <laughs> like i was what? very sheltered yeah that's so strange it is um i don't recall having any sort of math classes that involved cards mm. i in Euchre, you use the cards to keep count. So if you have, it's the opposite suits of what you're playing with. Well, the lower cards anyway. So you have like the two and the three. So you use 
those cards to keep count. Keep score, rookie yeah. count, yeah. And uh, I <laughs> had a nerdy moment where I had I had like this box set of magic cards. So like I had like a regular deck and like a trick deck. And so that was like I was hmm. I shuffled cards a lot. That's why I'm good at shuffling. You cards. are very good. I'm terrible at it. Like if I I have to just like take two or three cards and then put them in the middle of the deck, take two or three more cards, put them somewhere towards the middle again. Like I'm not good. Also, I didn't have a lot of friends, so I played with cards. I played uh-huh. solitaire a lot. Oh. <laughs> 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 Uh, Glad I brought that down. You're welcome. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's pick it up by this story. Ancient camera in Egypt found with the first selfie on it. Mm-hmm. Did they have, they had camera technology back then? Well, I don't think it's necessarily technology so much as the ability to capture an image using sunlight. Yeah, like a pinhole camera type situation. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. That would exist at any time period. You would just need the right chemicals, which they were certainly bountiful back then um yeah the nile was known for it right? yeah filled with so many chemicals photoreflective chemicals yeah (laughs) i mean and all of those chemicals that they would use for their very very uh complicated burial Oh, that's true too, yeah. And also to keep that alien alive on life support. Exactly. It needed all kinds of weird chemicals. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I would imagine that, I guess back that like when during the dawn of like photography, people weren't really doing lots of goofy things because it was expensive. So every picture is like super serious. Everybody gets super dressed up. But then every once in a while, like recently, you find like articles where people are like kind of being a little bit more loose with things or like taking the camera and and like doing things with it instead of like just posing in front of the camera. Maybe they're aiming the camera somewhere different you know what i mean like it's like but you're looking at me like i have two heads right now yeah i don't understand what you're saying um well so early on in photography every picture you would see is like very um everybody's always dressed up it's very structured Mm -hmm. everybody's very proper you don't find a lot of like goofy pictures like you do nowadays I think back then it was a very serious, a very expensive endeavor. So you, yeah. didn't, you didn't clown around while you were doing it. Gotcha. So, but then every once in a while though, in, in modern times, you'll find like an article online where people come across pictures where people were kind of cutting loose back then. Maybe not to the same degree we are now because now we can take a thousand photos and you don't have to print them and pay for it. But uh, so I'm wondering if even back then at the, the dawn of like pinhole camera activity and stuff like that, people were just kind of goofing around. We just haven't kind of come across it yet. That would that's probable, possible. It's my favorite thing, looking through old fo- old photographs, but I, I really, really love it when you find one where people are just being silly. Yeah. Like, if you see a photo from, like, the 19-teens or something, and it's, like, people looking all dapper as flappers. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, they making a silly face or something. It, yeah. It's really, it's really neat. Yeah. So, I wonder if this Egyptian picture, maybe it... Um, it's not even like an intentional sort of thing. Maybe it was just could be like an accidental. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. It was a photo bomb, or it was like somebody on break from building the um, pyramids, and they just took a selfie. Like people mm-hmm. take selfies in their office all the time, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I'm sure it was the original alien nurse. <laughs> 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 she was like filing her nails, and she was like, "Whoops, guess no one <laughs> needs to know about that." <laughs> and she went back to her business. 
her business being keeping that little alien alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In that dark sarcophagus. And then the other nurse came in and he was like, um, Janice, what's this? And she was like, I don't know, Frank, just don't worry about it. I, can you just keep your mouth shut okay? And he's like, Janice. I Janice, you know work's policy about using social media and in your cell phone and it's with the sensitive information around patient information nearby. Yeah. And I'm she's so, like. I'm afraid I'm going to have to call this in. She's like, no, please don't. What's his name, Frank? I think his name was Frank. Yeah. And she's like, no, Frank, you can't. And then they kiss. Yeah. And the alien suddenly sits up. Yeah. And then says, what about me? And then that's the selfie. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's, I think we nailed it right there. Yeah. So there's technically two selfies. Two selfies. Yeah. Well, Tiffy, all of these stories sound impossibly crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you sure one of these is real? Yep. One of these stories is real. One of these is real. I am going to go with the poker player story as being real. No. Ah. Fake. Okay. It's fake headline. Fake headline. What about, all right, Ancient Grains. I'm going to go with that as the real story. It is, in fact, real. Really? It's a real story. Ancient Grains. <laughs> Let's hear about this. I got it from my favorite favorite website to read the news uh history.com <laughs> <laughs> your news you're always a little bit about day late and a dollar short with that news though do you hear what happened in egypt 400 <laughs> years ago <laughs> Chua. <laughs> Chua. do you hear what's uh happening over in egypt um so here is this story i printed this so small I'm a fool. Okay. The charred remains of a 14,500-year-old pita-like flatbread (laughs) made from grinding together cereals and tubers were discovered in a stone fireplace in the Black Desert in Jordan. Uh, Though archaeologists and historians have long tied the first baking of bread to the advent of agriculture of the Neolithic era, the new find predates that by more than 5,000 years. Oh, wow. So bread has been around for 5,000 years more than what we originally thought. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's delicious pita bread. I know. That was my favorite part. <laughs> I love pita. Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't like some lame white bread. Boring. Yeah, or sourdough. Ooh. Lame. Uh, despite the current popularity of low-carb diet bre- uh, diets, bread remains one of the most versatile and widely consumed food staples around the world. Yet we still know relatively little about its origins. Until now, no evidence of bread making had been found from before the emergence of the earliest farming societies. The oldest known bread came from a 9,100-year-old site in Turkey. Oh, wow. Um... I can't believe that it lasts that long. That's what blows me away. You but think about how old that is. Those crumbs haven't like completely disintegrated. Yeah. Now. Yeah. That is kind of weird actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at its most basic, making bread means mixing flour and water to create a dough or a batter, then baking, frying, or steaming the mixture. The flatbread discovered at the Black Desert site was made from wild cereals f- like 
einkorn, barley, or oats, which were ground into flour, flour along with tubers uh, from club rush, a plant that grew in shallow waters. It's not a tuba. It's not a tuba. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. Uh, the site belonged to a group of Stone Age hunter-gatherers known as the Natufians. Hmm. Uh, they cooked their food, including flatbread and large round fireplaces built on the floor of their huts with flat basalt stones. Basalt. Bath salts? No. They were doing bath salts. I knew it. You don't want to know what else was in their diet. <laughs> it was gazelles. What? And hares. And birds. That's gross. Yeah. Uh, the researchers have begun trying to recreate the bread. This sounds very fun to me. And have been able to use the club rush tubers to make flour with mixed results. Really? The taste of the tubers is quick, gritty, and salty. The study's lead author, Armila Arnez Otagui, a postdoctoral researcher in the archaeobotany at the, user, at the University of Copenhagen. Mm. Um, it's also a bit sweet. Interesting. Because of where they found the bread... Uh, she and her colleagues think that the Natufians could have made the bread shortly before they left the site as a light, nutritious snack hmm. um, that is highly portable. On the other hand, the, the relatively labor-intensive method used to make it, uh, dehusking and grinding the cereals, kneading the dough, and baking, suggests that Natufians might have reserved the bread for feasts that held, were, were held on special occasions. Interesting. So I thought that was really neat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And they, the article features, like, some of the pictures of, well, there's at least one picture of someone trying to make this bread using ancient methods. Oh, it looks like a, a chunk of steak. Yeah, <laughs> and they're, like, pounding it God. down. It's Well, I think those are two stones. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're grinding flour. Interesting. Is what's happening in that oh, picture. I don't know how things work. Yeah. That's so weird. So they found a, a ancient crumb of pita bread. Mm-hmm from thousands of years ago yeah it was found a an old fireplace that is really weird like why wouldn't that completely just deteriorate like do i have bread from 30 years ago still in my tummy <laughs> but at the same time i think well i would think that the acids in your tummy would let it go but yeah, that's true okay i'll trust you i don't know science but i think it's really interesting and uh hopeful that even you know maybe thousands of years hundreds of thousands, millions of years from now, um, when possibly humans are no longer here, that uh, there's still some, as long as we still have water, like the possibility that grains could still grow because it doesn't really fully go away even after it's been processed and cooked. Like that's really, that's really interesting to me. That is interesting. Wow. A thousand year old pita bread. Yeah. That sounds delicious. I wonder what the hummus tastes like. Oh, have they found any thousand-year-old hummus? Oh. Oh. Well, those are some interesting stories, Tiff. I uh, had I really had no idea yeah. what was going to be the real one. They were all so strange. Good and, job. And the the last one, I made up my fake articles before I found my real one. So the the ancient camera. Uh, I made that up before I found this real one. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. The, the word ancient's in both. Yeah. That is funny. All right. So Very you didn't good. believe there good was going to be a selfie, did you? 
I well, I knew it wasn't going to be like a photograph, like a like of what we know as a photograph. But I thought maybe there would be like some kind of like pinhole camera type setup where maybe an image had been like you know pressed onto some on. hieroglyphics. Yeah, or like a cloth or something like that. Maybe it had been exposed or something like that. Maybe I thought that was where that was going to go. If that yeah. would have been you know in fact the real story. So all right, are you ready for some some fake headlines? I am. All right, here we go. Uh, article number one. After growing world's longest nails out of spite, man sells 30-foot talons for enough money to retire on. Ew. After growing world's longest nails out of spite, man sells 30-foot talons for enough money to retire on. Ew, ew, ew. Article number two. Gordon Ramsay's new home meal delivery service Serves side of insults. <laughs> Gordon um, Ramsay's new home meal delivery service serves side of insults. Terrific. In article number three, SeaWorld to transform unused whale pools into wave pools. SeaWorld <laughs> to transform unused whale pool into wave pools. Yum. Mmm. <laughs> Whale water. I hope they just, they're going to switch the water out first, right? And clean it. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ugh, this first one is so gross. It is disgusting. Um, I'm sorry. On the bright side, nothing flies in this <laughs> in these articles. Yes, so, um, uh, no spiders this week. Thanks sorry, for that. Uh, okay. Who grows their nails out out of spite? <laughs> I know. That like, is a, take this, mom. Right. I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll grow my nails out. Right. 30 feet. Can you imagine 30? I can't even fathom. How do you go potty? Oh, well, you're going to. Oh. Was it his uh, his dominant hand or his. Cause there's a, some, was it both hands? Uh, no, I believe it was just. I believe it was just one hand that they did this on. Because you still got to have a free hand for things. Oh, right. Yeah. You want, I mean. You want nails getting in the way of that. Right. And your contacts. Typing. Yeah. Putting your contacts in is what yep. I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Yes. And typing. Yeah. And brushing your teeth. But 30 feet. I mean, that would, that's like longer than this room, right? But they would curl up and around. Oh, that's true too. Right. So you're probably measuring like the, yeah, you're right. It's not like 30 straight feet of it's nail like a, sticking out. It's like, a, oh. It's like having gross snails attached to the tips oh, of your fingers. Oh, so gross. With 30 feet. 30 feet. Why Ugh. would you do that? I Out don't... of spite. Like, what could possibly have gone wrong where this is like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to grow my nails 30 feet, and I'll show you. So it was a man, right? Is yes. that what you said? Yeah. So maybe he was the son of someone who was a manicurist or whatever the term is for someone who does nails. Oh, I see where this is going. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not taking on the family business. Right. I'm going to grow my nails long. Gross. Just so I can't handle other people's hands because it's unhygienic. (laughs) I think you're right. That could be be what it is. That's very spiteful. Oh, what a jerk. And gross. Oh. Uh, oddly enough, though, he was a chef, so. <laughs> um, he was able to, like, chop stuff with the nails. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Should see how he stirred the sauces. Oh no, he'd have to get up on a ladder and like oh. stick his long oh. twisty finger in there and spin <laughs> it around. <laughs> all the sauces like foamed up because of all the air that's getting inside of it. <laughs> It's like froth. You can make a, a real mean latte. Uh, Steve, we're going to need you to froth the marinara. All right. Aww. Get the ladder out. Then drops his little weird finger there with his 30-foot nail. So gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. Uh, he made a mar- marinara latte. It was delicious. Ew. Kevin. I'm just reporting the news. I don't, I don't make up the stories. I just read them. That's a lie. That's true. This has gotten very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird thing to do it out of spite. I don't, I don't get that. Mm-mm. But to sell, but he said he sold the thirty foot nail. Like, who would buy this? Yeah, for, can we talk about that person that's an for important a minute? Piece. Yeah, we got stuck on the whole just having a thirty foot nail. But now the guy cuts it off somehow, sells it, and makes enough money to retire on. So that's a lot of money. So do you think that? I mean, you can't just use like regular nail clippers. Like, you would have to use. I think you have a truck like a hacksaw. Back. Yeah, yeah. Or you have like an SUV back over your nail, I think. Yeah. And a table saw. Or a, a table saw. Yeah, you probably do. Because they get thick, right? If they get long like that. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, if if those nails never break, Homeboy is taking some uh, hair and nails vitamins. Like, that. that's the only way. It's the only way. The one good thing, he was very popular in the 80s because everybody could do a line of Coke off one nail. It was like a long trough. <laughs> he was very was popular very, at parties. Very, he was a hit at Studio 54. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would have to stand outside the club, though, and stick his nail in the door. And then everybody, would, <laughs> he couldn't fit in there with the nail. <laughs> <laughs> He'd stick his pinky in through an open window. Everyone would sniff and party. <laughs> sniff and party was the name of my first spoken word album that's not true that is not true uh yeah it's gross very disgusting who would buy but who's buying it though too like why would someone what would someone have well do they have a, a museum of curiosities in their house where they're gonna have a keep it in like a glass case like here's some gross guy's nail that i don't know freddy krueger ladies <laughs> <laughs> it could maybe it is ready it, yeah that would make it's perfect the, sense it's the only thing that makes sense or edward scissorhands oh good good point uh-huh good point that's what he said <laughs> about the nails good point yeah <laughs> you jerk <laughs> <laughs> just like the animal because you're a moron kevin (laughs) (laughs) that should have been like a major clue like that wasn't real a chipmunk (laughs) it was a very funny pun you know me i love that kind of stuff i ate that up i was like all right chipmunks that's a cool name for (laughs) boker players i was really giggling when i wrote that one (laughs) but enough about me Mm -hmm. uh gorham ramsey develops home meal kit recipe with a side of insults a side of insults yeah hmm. so it's so what comes with so, i'm not sure if it's like written out insults along with the in the recipe and no mashed potatoes and no oh, stop. <laughs> or i think it synchronizes with um 
you have to like synchronize somehow with Alexa and maybe it like over a speaker to like have him yelling at you while you're preparing the food. Is he the angry British one? Yeah. 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 He's a British guy, Fiari. Oh, not really. Is he the cooking version of Simon Cowell? Yes. That is actually probably a a very accurate description. Got it. Okay. I was thinking, you know, Guy Fieri, I would I imagine the Guy Fieri meal delivery service is just like a bandana filled with steakums that arrives at your house. This is dynamite. <laughs> hey, the the Guy Fieri box arrived. Undo the bandana. Fresh steakums. And, and it jalapeno. comes <laughs> on the back of the box is a pair of sunglasses. Oh, of course on the back, because that's where you hang them when you're not wearing them. Yeah. Uh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. I don't really. Uh, Do you ever watch Gordon Ramsay or any of those dumb shows? Um, I like cooking shows. If they're on, I guess I'll watch them. But I don't yeah. like go out of my way. Yeah. Um, I have probably seen more episodes of Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. Yeah, me too. Um, but that's because he goes to like fun places. Right. I mean, Guy Fieri gets like a lot of shit from people, but he he's like he's entertaining to watch. He yeah. really is. I mean, we have a lot of like I've jotted down a lot of restaurant names like, hey, if I'm ever in Pittsburgh, I'm going to go to the whatever la, la, la. and have the 10 foot tall club sandwich. Is that how we found out about Franklin Fountain when we went to Philly? Um, I believe so. We definitely saw that on some one of those shows. Yeah. And um, some of the plays, well, a lot of different TV shows we've we've jotted down names of things to go. Uh, but apparently the Peach Pit isn't a real place when we're in California. I don't know where the, where the 90210 kids hung out. I thought it was real. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah, even like uh, when we were in Palm Springs, some of the restaurants there we saw on different we shows. Went to Lulu. Lulu, which was featured on Desert Flippers. Yeah. One of our favorite shows. So good. <laughs> um. Yeah, so if anyone wants to help us move to California one day, Palm Springs is the place to be. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't really know too much about Gordon Ramsay. I know he's like the angry one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I know, uh, has he done, there's a there's an American one who I kind of get him confused with because in my head they look the same, right? Oh, really? Oh. Um. Isn't there, is he American? I don't know. No, There's I don't like know. There's like another cooking about. guy. There's a couple of British cooking guys. What's the one that helps people with restaurants? Um, I don't know. Is that Gordon Ramsay? Or no, is that the guy, the bar guy, the bar rescue guy? Is that a different guy? That's a different. That's guy. a different guy. So there's, there's a restaurant so many version shows, too. You I didn't guys. know that. Yeah. Oh, it's too many shows. Like a restaurant impossible or something. Oh, okay. I don't. That might be Gordon Ramsay. I don't know. I don't feel like looking it up to you. No. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> no one cares. Um, so I wonder what sort of insults he could throw in there. Like, right. Cause on the show, I think he's when he's, when you're, you're a bloody disgrace. Yeah. Like when you make something poorly, he like yells at you and makes you fun of you. I think. I wonder if it includes bleeps. <laughs> right. Cause you, you might have children in the home. Yeah. Like so it's, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> You just hear like, that's not meeps, Spanakopita. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, this is a disgrace. <laughs> I can only do Cockney. You're welcome, England. <laughs> and my cat, her head has just exploded. She really hates a Cockney accent. And yeah. I'm not sure why. I think it's just the frequency, I think. Yeah. Not not how often you do it. I think that's just the sound frequency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do it infrequently. Yeah. <laughs> but it's usually in a loud tone 
Yeah, I think that's what disturbs her because she aren't cats hearing like isn't like super hearing compared to humans. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so Gordon. So yeah, as you're making the the home the home delivery meal. Um, yeah, you just get, it feels like you're on the show. It's like the home game, basically. Yeah. Which sounds not fun at all. No. Um, I would just rather find a recipe online like you and I do, and then we just go buy those things and then make it at home. Yeah. Instead of spending an additional $50 a week on a weird meal delivery kit. And we can leave it to each other to tell each other that we're doing a terrible job. Right. I scream at you all the time. And the things taste right. terrible. You're like, this isn't bloody creme brulee and you like throw the plate at me and it happens quite yeah, a bit and i say make it again you scallywag scallywag <laughs> i don't get that i just don't understand the meal delivery thing like no. if you have a bunch of like free, like a lot of times on facebook i'll see people that i went to high school with they'll be like well i got this coupon for nine free meals or something like uh, that i get if it's a free thing but i can't like groceries are expensive in and of themselves i, I can't imagine spending an additional pile of money on top of it to get more groceries sent to your house to make stuff on top of the groceries you already bought to make stuff with i think there are some people who just they don't know they don't know how to go about finding things they like to try new recipes it's very simple i don't to us but maybe there are difficulties other people have just google have you been have you been cooking with gordon ramsay's incel box and so you're just insulting people who can't cook. Maybe you're right. Maybe I should check myself before I wreck myself. Yeah. Deep. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I would like the Guy Fieri meal delivery box. I think that would be fun. It would probably be something spicy, something Tex-Mex, mm-hmm. you know, be fun. Uh, every three months, it's something different. It's either diners, drive-ins, or dives. Something from a uh, something from a drive-in, something from a diner, something from a dive. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get. I don't get the whole concept of those. But so I'm thinking this thing connects with like a speaker or something like a Bluetooth, so it like can talk to you. I okay. don't think it's like. I don't think it's like a written down thing. Oh, so you can get like the kid friendly. Imagine if they had like a kid friendly version. So it's like that's where the bleeped ones in. I like that. Yeah, I like that. But then the adult version it allows all the all the swears. There used to be a, a game show on Canadian television when I was a kid called Just Like Mom, which let that sink in for just a moment. Oh, yeah, a weird name that is. Weird. But on the show, they would they would like it was like a kid and their mom would be like a pair of contestants and they would you know answer trivia and whatever. And one of the parts of the game, they would cook and they have to make cookies and like the mom would have to guess like which cookie like her kid made. And like the kids would pour like ketchup and like all kinds of like weird ingredients in the in the food. You know how ugh. it was really gross. Gross. It was such a dumb show, and the big prize was winning like a trip to like a camp somewhere in Ontario. That oh, was like their big one where they learn how to cook. <laughs> it was a cooking camp for kids. It was a British Insult cooking camp with yeah. Gordon Ramsay. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was weird. Um. Okay. So let's talk about. Unused whale pools. Unused whale pools. Um, I, I, I assume that the um, second option were um, skateboard ramps. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends because I think the whale, aren't the whale pools like above ground pools, like glass? Uh, yeah. But there are exhibits oh, yeah. there that are like concrete though, yeah, right? Like the sea I mean. lions. Those could be drained and made into skates, into skateboarding parks for sure. Yeah. 
and then the whale pools would be replaced with wave pools. Mm-hmm. And judging by, you know, thinking back to the times I've gone to wave pools, are you able to tell if it's a whale pool or a wave pool? I. <laughs> that's dumb. Imagine if. You. <laughs> imagine if it were a wave pool. And then, you know, to kick it up a notch, to keep people on their toes, they have at least one person who scuba dives with a shark fin on their back. <laughs> I like that. That's really Just good. In case, I like, like that. Oh, no. I guess we didn't get them all. There's one <laughs> last shark in here. Everyone panic. Well, like, you're, like, the wave pool is... A mystery gross. to me. Well, it is gross. It's just like a like a petri dish of disease and pee and urine. It's just everyone's urine together. <laughs> everyone's urine together as one. <laughs> uh, oh, that's like the tagline. <laughs> no, it's world peas. Exactly. World peas. Exactly. Yeah, world peas. Um, the <laughs> wave pool is such a terrifying concept to me. Like, like you're. On a dumb raft, the waves are kicking up. They're impossible to navigate. You're surrounded by, it's almost like you're like shipwrecked somewhere and like you're floating on and like the waves are coming and it's like, the, it's like a, to me, it feels like a dire situation in a wave pool. Like I'm going to drown. This is not fun. <laughs> Doesn't, don't you feel that way? Is it not, <laughs> am I just depressed? <laughs> <laughs> Was I a depressed kid? <laughs> I, uh, I don't feel that way. <laughs> Um, like, let's recreate a terrifying thing being stuck at sea with giant waves that you're not in control of. That's how I looked at that as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I was more of a lazy river man. <laughs> it was more about the grizzly run. <laughs> Isn't that what it's called? The the uh, Yeah, the, the big round spinny thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. That was fun. I could handle that. But I can't handle being like in a pool with giant waves happening. That's too much for me. I can't handle being in a pool with other people. <laughs> yeah, that is true too. That I don't know. Lots of urine. And peas. Ugh, so disgusting. I don't know why there. someone always brings like a bag of frozen peas and just lets them loose. <laughs> Come on, man. The, uh, do you, are the, whale, the whales are all done, right, at SeaWorld? They're not still... They killed them? <laughs> well, they, had to get, they had, couldn't perform anymore. They had to put them down. They free Willie. Uh, Freed all the Willies. They freed him Can you hear the chair kinda... creaking? Yeah, sure. That's the chair. Yeah, right. See, you can't do it now. Nope. Um, the <laughs> the whale shows don't take place anymore. Either or not. Like that's was finally done or is it still being phased out? I'm not even really sure. I don't know. But what they're going to have a lot of empty pools, though, right? I mean, what are you going to put I, them Yeah, in? I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. So they should do fun stuff. Um, maybe they could give kids swimming lessons. Or there you go. maybe they could um, do something else. <laughs> You're right. Those are a couple of good valid options. Like, I kind of... I, I, I kind of don't know what else they would do yeah. i mean i look i get the the lure we've gone to marine places but um you know there it, it does seem fun at first to see those kinds of animals but we don't to be up close to them but you should go maybe like on a alaskan cruise and 
sea whales off in the distance or something. They shouldn't be. That'd be pretty cool. Like that. Like we can do that. We also have uh, amazing technology nowadays. So someone can go. We can have underwater cameras and film them. And we. So if we want to see them, we have plenty of opportunity to see them in a much better way than just staring at them through glass in a tiny little water prison. Yeah, I think that's part of the problem um, that was seen with having them in captivity is that they. I don't think that they were ever captured and placed into captivity. I think that they ended up in captivity either because they were born there or because they were injured in some way and couldn't be released back into Mm -hmm. the wild. Mm -hmm. But I think part of the issue was that they were living in such small tanks compared to the size that they need, which is an ocean. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Because they would, in uh, in nature, they would swim constantly for miles and miles and miles a day Mm -hmm. where, these pools while big they seem big to us imagine just being in a, your apartment all day or whatever you know? yeah i've been i mean that's a bad analogy because i could do that myself <laughs> like I'd, yeah. be, I'd be okay with that bad analogy not good for them um yeah so i think that the whale show is gone at this point i'm pretty sure they've okay. uh, they've, they've eliminated those after the movie came out free willy free willy yes yes mm-hmm. or dark waters what was it called Black Sea. No, it was Free Willy. Pretty sure. No, do the, you remember Michael Jackson had that song? I do. I I know what movie. I know yeah, the documentary Captain, you're talking you're about. You're thinking of Captain EO with Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Glad we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So let's take a swing at which ones are real. Mm. Which one is real? Not which ones are real. Um, which one is real? Um, I am going to guess that the spiteful man with nails is real. Really? It's gross. It is gross, and it's true. Ugh. <laughs> it's so disgusting. Yep, it's a sick, sick thing. So what? What? Tell me about this. Right, Why well. was this man so spiteful? Well, I will tell you. Please give me one moment. Okay. From our friends over at Gizmodo.com. Okay. For all your gizmo needs, I don't know. I don't know what this website is. Uh, after growing world's longest nails out of spite, man sells thirty-foot talons for enough to retire on. Let me just aim this computer system at you and look at those nails. Oh, that's so vile. <laughs> he looks really, like a spiteful person. He does look like a jerk. He looks like a jerk with jerk nails. These nails are disgusting. It I looks, don't know if they're jerk nails. <laughs> you don't want to be jerked with those nails. No. You are going to cut your... Self. Weenus. <laughs> <laughs> After growing a world's longest nails out of spite, man sells 30-foot talons for enough to retire on. It took a mini circular saw to hack off the talons that had been growing on Shirdar Chalal's left hand for the last 66 years. We were totally on the right track of what they used to cut them off. I said a table saw. I know. You're absolutely correct. 66 years of not cutting the nails on his left hand. That's so gross. The 82-year-old Indian man told Sky News he started growing out his nails when he was 14. According to Chalal, it had all began as a grudge. 
After Chalal had accidentally broke his teacher's nail while he was getting rowdy with a friend, the teacher told him that he could not possibly understand the care needed to grow out long nails. He set out to prove the teacher wrong. That's so dumb. It is really stupid. You stubborn little shit. You asshole. You have spent 66 years growing these disgusting nails on your left hand. I bet he's still a virgin. He should be a virgin with those nails. Like, why would you, like, could you imagine that being anywhere in the room with No you? <laughs> person is going to be like, yeah, put those on me. Uh, could you just kind of cover up your nails with, like, a drape while we get it on? Yeah, can you? That's can how people you, talk while well, we get it on. <laughs> can you hide your hands behind that car so I don't have to look at you? Like the rest of you is fine, I guess. Can, but we, can we do it outside and you hold your hand behind the bus so we can't see your nails? Do you think you could lay your nails across that train track? <laughs> I just like to live on the edge. I would like to watch that train be derailed by your disgusting nails. <laughs> <laughs> while you derail me. <laughs> <laughs> you rail me while I derail this train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is the next sentence, <laughs> and it's a quote from Chalal. I don't know whether the teacher is dead now, but I would definitely like to say that the thing for which you scolded me, I took as a challenge, and I have completed that challenge now, and I am here. Chalal, you're 82 years old. 66 years ago, a teacher who had to be in their 20s at the earliest told you this. They are most certainly dead now, you 82-year-old stubborn asshole. That's so disgusting. There is not a 100-year-old woman (laughs) sitting around right now reading this dumb article. Also, he's retiring at 82. Yeah, that's also really effed up, isn't it? Well, what could he have possibly done his whole life with a stupid hand of nails? Where is he from? Uh, India. Oh. What shit is happening over there? I've read a lot of, I've had a lot of stories out of India. Yeah. In the last 14 weeks. It's been Irish goats. <laughs> the the Indian and, man who thought he was the second coming of Vishnu. And wasn't Penis Baba from- Penis Baba pulled a car with his penis in episode two or three. What, the, what is, what is I don't know, man. Happening I don't know. there. But this grudge has earned him a Guinness Book of World Records record for the world's longest fingernails. And the most disgusting individual. <laughs> it's a twofer. According to Sky News, they have com- they have a combined length of 29.8 feet. The longest nail on it, his longest nail is his thumb, and it's 77.8 inches. <laughs> Would you like a moment to what go do you, throw up? What do you, <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine um, pausing for a good think. You know, and just like scratching your your chin. Oh, and then ripping your face that, open with that long thumbnail. Oh, it's so gross. Could you would you imagine like if you buy a scratch off ticket, you're done in like two seconds. Like the, there's no fun. Yeah. Just like a quick swipe, and the whole thing's completely gone. Been all the stuff's been ruined. Or he's impaled it. You know how many times he probably could have retired before now, but he oh, right. ruined his chances because he impaled his lotto <laughs> his ticket. <winning>. He did. <laughs> He disqualified himself from yeah. the, from winning. Yeah. Oh, God. For most of his life, Chalal's nails have made life difficult. He said he's had to wake up uh, every half hour or so throughout the night in order to move his hand to the other side of the bed gingerly to avoid breaking the fragile rods. 
Also, and, but she's got a fragile rod. Do you, the uh, the his hand has also been mostly useless because of the weight of the nails. Ugh. 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 So what do you how? This man must not be able to do things like go to the grocery store right? or travel or go fishing or... Well, he could go fishing. He'd just hang a string off the end of his nail and just... This is like a oh, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish it would. I wish this article would say what he did for his whole life. Right. Because he had a useless arm because of the, the weight of the nails and they would get in the way of most things if you couldn't like... You know what I mean? Like you couldn't like drive... He was a topographer. Is that one of those? No. The stenographer. The stenographer. <laughs> Typographer. He'd have to, he'd have to I just s- made up an occupation. He would sit with the jury and then his nails would extend over to the little typewriter. Yeah. He would type. <laughs> <laughs> and once in a while, he'd play little jokes on the jurors where he'd just like tap his shoulder. <laughs> They'd look around like, wait a minute. There's no one there. So basically what this guy did is he sold his nails to the Ripley's Believe It or Not franchise. And they're on display right now at the Ripley's Museum in New York City. So it says, how much does 30 feet of nails get you? And it says, unfortunately, Ripley wouldn't divulge the actual price the company paid. But they did say it was a, a hefty figure and it will be enough for Mr. Chalal to retire, said the spokesperson. Which, that seems crazy. I can't imagine. Like, are they? why does Ripley's have that much money in 2018 anyway to be blowing it on stupid nails? Like, they, I can't. Like, how are they even around at this point? Because I can't imagine... They get the same amount of traffic into their stores and whatnot as they I would go. Did. I would too, but it's just, you know what I mean? It's just like such a relic from the past, This the Ripley's. like it's, it's You don't hear people talking about going or, you know what I mean? Like I know there's one in Niagara Falls, but you just don't hear people going to it, but yet it somehow stays in business. It's like Boston Market. No one goes there, yet it's still open. Good for them. Can we go though? I would love to and go to Boston Market too for lunch because I've never been there. I don't want to see the nails, though. No. Well, yeah, we can skip over the nails. Yeah. So here's a picture. I'll just spin the laptop around again. Here's a picture of him looking at his nails Ugh. on display. <laughs> That's so gross. Yeah, it's really oh. vile. It's, oh. What a disgusting person. It's so disgusting. It, oh. Yeah. So he wasted his whole life because he couldn't. Well, maybe he, maybe he had a good life. I don't know. He looks like a miserable jerk with. He does look very miserable. A disgusting hand, but who knows? Well, that's it. You guessed. Good job. I did it. (laughs) Wow. That was so gross. That was disgusting. I'm sorry. I've had two gross stories in a row. I had old bread. (laughs) You had old bread. Ancient grains. Old bread. Ancient grains. Well, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate your patronage this week. (laughs) I don't know. We're not good at ending shows, are we? I don't know what to say. We don't have a catchphrase yet. Uh, Clip your nails. I, I thought <laughs> I thought that something would come to me, but nothing, nothing uh, did, and I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, yeah. So I guess uh, remember to clip your nails and maybe chuck it on your couch for some old crumbs. That's the best advice we can offer you. Yeah. So thanks for <laughs> listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye.